This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, May 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House convenes RFS meeting. Conaway defends SNAP reforms. And a House panel okays a bill to axe WOTUS. A White House convenes yet another RFS meeting. The usual suspects will head to the White House this morning for what might amount to the last in a long series of meetings over the renewable fuel standard. The meeting is expected to include Senators Chuck Grassley, Joni Ernst, Ted Cruz, and Pat Toomey, as well as administration officials. A handful of meetings on the subject have already happened this year, including a chance for refinery and biofuel industry stakeholders to speak directly to President Trump about the issue. Uh, There's been talk of the administration advancing a waiver that would allow year-round sales of E15. Fuel retailers from 11 states sent a letter to the White House yesterday calling for just that. But there remains concern that regulatory relief could be packaged with something else that might be harmful to the biofuel industry. President Trump also heard yesterday from five major farm groups, the National Corn Growers Association, the American Farm Bureau Federation, the American Soybean Association, the National Farmers Union, and the National Association of Wheat Growers. The groups urged Trump to provide the E-15 regulatory fix without further undercutting the RFS. Many also expect the discussion to be moved back to the legislative branch to prevent the likely court fights that would come as a result of any form of administrative action. Conaway defends SNAP reforms as food banks lobby against them. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway will be defending the food stamp reforms in his farm bill this morning at a forum at the American Enterprise Institute. The event comes as Conaway is trying to make sure he has enough Republican support to get the bill passed on the House floor before the Memorial Day recess. Leaders of food banks around the country, meanwhile, will be on Capitol Hill to send the message that the SNAP reforms would increase hunger in America. The food banks, which are part of the Feeding America network, want to make sure that even if the bill gets out of the House, the nutrition provisions don't go anywhere in the Senate or in the eventual Senate House Conference Committee. The food bank officials will be visiting about 75 House offices and 40 Senate offices. The House bill includes provisions that would expand work requirements while also reducing income eligibility limits in many states. Adults under 60 years old would be required to work or be in training programs at least 20 hours a week, including parents of children over age 6. Feeding America argues that Conaway doesn't have the research data to justify the sweeping change in SNAP work rules. Congress should instead wait for the completion of 10 pilot projects that were funded through the 2014 Farm Bill that, according to the group, House panel okays bill to axe WOTUS. A House subcommittee advanced a spending bill for fiscal year 2019 that would increase funding for the Army Corps of Engineers and repeal the Waters of the U.S. rule, bypassing the administrative process. EPA and the Corps have not finalized their proposal to rescind the rule, which means they also have not offered a replacement. 
The Energy and Water Spending Bill approved by the House Appropriation Committee's Energy and Water Subcommittee would repeal WOTUS until the agencies come up with a new rule. Democrats Marcy Kaptur of Ohio and Nita Lowy of New York objected to the inclusion of the WOTUS rider at another provision that would prohibit spending by the Bureau of Reclamation to implement a settlement agreement designed to restore the San Joaquin River and provide certainty of water deliveries to Central Valley farmers. The bill would fund the Corps at $7.28 billion. It's an increase of $451 million from the current fiscal year. Trump seeks to pull back unused USDA funds. The White House is sending Congress the first of what are supposed to be several packages of proposals to kill previously authorized spending. This first $15 billion rescission package is all targeted at funding that's no longer needed. And it includes $148 million that was provided to the Animal Plant Health Inspection Service for disease outbreaks that have since been resolved, a senior administration official said. The package also would pull back $15 million in unspent rural development grants and $107 million for emergency water projects related to Hurricane Sandy that won't be carried out. The White House official said the next rescission package will target spending in the fiscal 18 spending bill that was enacted in March. California lawmakers protest U.S.-China tariffs. California farmers have been hit hard by Chinese retaliatory tariffs on everything from oranges to almonds. And now lawmakers from the Golden State are beseeching the Trump administration to back down from the brewing trade war. California Representatives David Valadado, Jim Costa, Jeff Denham, Julia Brownlee, Steve Knight, Salud Carbajal, Jimmy Panetta, and John Garamendi all signed on to a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer warning him of the damage being done to farmers because of China's reaction to the U.S. tariffs on steel and aluminum. In the letter, they said, While we applaud your conviction to bring China's disingenuous trade practices to an end, the unfortunate reality is these actions will inevitably be borne on the backs of American agriculture, especially in California, the lawmakers said. Praise for federal menu labeling law. The Food and Drug Administration yesterday implemented regulations for calorie labeling on chain restaurant menus, seven years after the agency first published its proposed rule. Some restaurants like McDonald's have already been displaying calorie information for years, and the industry greeted the FDA action with high praise. By setting a clear standard, this rule provides the necessary guidance and expectations for America's restaurants to follow in order to continue delivering high-quality experience and customer service to everyone who walks through our doors, as well as the transparency our customers demand. That the word of Cicely Simpson, Executive Vice President at the National Restaurant Association. The Center for Science and the Public Interest said it was celebrating Menu labeling allows people who make informed choices when eating out. Without it, it would be hard to tell that the Louisiana chicken pasta is much tougher on your waistline than the four-cheese pasta at the Cheesecake Factory, according to CSPI. Pelosi on the Farm Bill. We'll see if they go through with it. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi said she's proud of how her Democratic colleagues have handled the House Farm Bill debate, and she's watching to see if the Republican leadership 
charges ahead with the bill. On Monday, Pelosi noted the timeline of the bill has been altered many times, and she's waiting to see if it actually comes to the floor next week as planned. Supposedly, this is coming up soon, but it was going to come up the week before last. We'll see if they go forward with it. The California Democrat said in audio provided to AgriPulse by the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. Pelosi spent part of her day at the Polk County Farm of Iowa Farmers Union President Aaron Lehman, where she heard about a wide range of policy concerns from about half dozen members of the Farmers Union and the Practical Farmers of Iowa. Farm bill concerns were raised as well as opinions about consolidation, renewable fuels, ag research, rural development, and more. Zach Clark with the National Farmers Union tells AgriPulse that Pelosi staff reached out to Farmers Union about visiting a farm while the minority leader was in the state to speak at the Polk County Democratic Dinner on Sunday. While she was in the Hawkeye State, which Donald Trump carried by 10 percentage points over Hillary Clinton in the last presidential election, Pelosi also carried the message that House Democrats care about rural America. I'm very proud of Colin Peterson and the members of our Ag Committee who are fighting for farmers, Pelosi said. They have your back, but we don't have all the votes. But she added, House Republicans don't either. You can hear more on her visit on today's AgriPulse Daily Audio. That's found at AgriPulse.com. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, May 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.